Saturday, anyone travelling to Wales from there will need to quarantine for 14 days. They join other popular destinations on the list, including parts of Greece and Portugal. Barry Walters, the principal of Pembrokeshire College, has confirmed that one of the students has COVID-19. Mr Walters said, I wish to reassure you all that the college has rigorously adhered to all the protocols and regulations issued by Public Health Wales and also Welsh Government guidance. We are working closely with the Regional Test, Trace and Protect Unit to ensure that all who have been in direct contact are now isolating so that the college campus remains safe. It should be noted that the learner only attended college briefly and did not attend any classes whilst exhibiting symptoms or for the 48 hours prior. All other students can continue to attend college as per their normal timetables. Police and ambulances services attended the Penali Army Camp, which is currently being used to accommodate a group of men seeking asylum late on Wednesday night. A 29-year-old man was arrested by police and taken to Withybush Hospital, requiring medical attention. No details have been released about what medical attention was required. A police spokesperson said police were called to the Penali Accommodation Centre and attended where a 29-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of arson and criminal damage and remains in police custody. A Welsh Ambulance Service spokesperson added, We were called to reports of a patient needing medical attention at Penali Camp. We responded with one emergency ambulance and one person was transported to Withybush Hospital. A county councillor has written to colleagues about the conditions at the Penali Barracks. Penali councillor Jonathan Preston questioned the suitability of the camp after reports that the site was cold and impossible to social distance, with some residents in the camp saying the barracks brought back memories of the wars that they had fled from. According to the report, the occupants have criticised the conditions at the camp and that there are men under the age of 18 accommodated there. I have stated from the outset that Penali Barracks is not a suitable facility to accommodate those fleeing persecution, the county councillor concluded. Police have confirmed they are investigating after reports that several children in North Pembrokeshire were sent adult material via social media. Ascol Bro Gwine in Fishguard has put an urgent message to parents on its Facebook page, asking that parents monitor their children's social media activity carefully. The school said that an Instagram user had been contacting children via the social media platform and asking for inappropriate pictures. The Met Office has issued a yellow warning of rain and wind for the area for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. A yellow warning means that spray and flooding could lead to difficult driving conditions where flooding occurs there is a slight chance of delays and a small chance that homes and businesses could be flooded that's the latest you're up to date on pure west radio for pembrokeshire from pembrokeshire pure west radio 
Yes, thank you very much there to the news team for the latest. Sarah Hoss there. Uh, it is just approaching five past three on this rather wet and blustery Friday afternoon. We're live here at the Milford Haven Golf Club. Lots of people just arriving as we're going to get the Patch Christmas Toy Appeal 2020 officially started uh, very soon. Uh, just before that, though, and before we get the ceremony underway, which is live right here on Pure West Radio, an update on the weather for this afternoon and indeed over the weekend. It's going to be uh, fairly blustery, highs of 11 degrees, feeling a little bit chillier uh, with the wind. Unfortunately, rain is on the way for the rest of this evening. Should start to dry up about 8 o'clock tonight, but then there has been a yellow rain and wind warning from the Met Office issued across the weekend. So unfortunately, not looking too good uh, in parts of Pembrokeshire over the weekend. So we're going to be uh, cracking on with the ceremony very soon live here at Milford Haven Golf Club as we kick off the Patch Christmas Toy Appeal for 2020. To say the first goodbye Had to love and lose a hundred million times Had to get it wrong to know just what I like Now I'm falling You say my name like I have never heard before I'm indecisive but this time I know for sure I hope I'm not the only I was on 
my heart. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. socially distanced seated crowd uh, here at the Christmas Toy Appeal launch for Patch 2020. Uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, being here. We're live on Pure West Radio right now, uh, broadcasting across the county and live on Facebook as well. Uh, we're going to have um, some talks um, from various different people, some guest speakers here, so thank you ever so much uh, to those people for making an appearance uh, here uh, this afternoon. Uh, so the uh, annual Patch Christmas Toy Appeal we've been supporting for the past three years. And each and every year, the demand of this toy appeal, it just never ceases to amaze us. It's just incredible 
uh, the amount of people that, that support this, that get behind this event and uh, make Father Christmas's life hopefully a little bit more easier. And uh, hopefully he will be making a special guest appearance a little bit later on uh, this afternoon for us. Uh, so we're going to hear from uh, Dave Golding very soon. He'll be telling us about his story. Uh, remarkable person that has done uh, just the most fabulous work for Patch uh, over the past uh, 11 years. Uh, that it is now. Also, we'll be hearing from Wayne Lewis from Tesco's as they are an instrumental part at supporting this toy appeal. The amount of toys that Tesco managed to donate for this toy appeal is just mind-blowing. And then we'll hear from Tracy Olin, the patch manager. Um, she is just the, the, the workhorse, the engine of patch. Uh, and thanks to Tracy, she has helped transform the lives of so many people. And not just transform, but also educate and help so many people here in the county by uh, giving them a shoulder uh, to, to cry on and uh, also a, a party in person to lean on as well. And uh, everyone that knows Patch certainly knows Tracy. Uh, also, with any luck, if, if the wind dies down a bit and Rudolph and his reindeers can land here uh, on the first hole, then we'll get Father Christmas here as well uh, this afternoon. With any luck, fingers crossed. And uh, also, uh, we'll have as well one of the Patch trustees, I believe Chris We'll also be having a chat to us uh, here uh, this afternoon. And uh, last but not least, our good friends from Bluestone are here as well. And uh, we'll hear from the fabulous Martin Lewis, uh, who is uh, a very familiar voice uh, on radio here uh, in Pembrokeshire. Uh, so without further ado, um, we will get uh, the uh, 11th annual Christmas Toy Appeal underway here at the Milford Haven Golf Club. Uh, supported kindly by Mountain View Restaurant and Bar. Thank you ever so much Cheers to the lovely uh, Kirsty Salter uh, for this fabulous marquee uh, that we're here in here uh, this afternoon uh, it enables us to all be seated and socially distanced and everyone is wearing masks as well uh, this place has been completely sanitized head to toe and it looks fabulous and uh, especially during these testing conditions today a uh, testament to Kirsty and all of the hard work her team have uh, put on to making this event all possible uh, also if you're watching this live right now on facebook please comment with any questions you've got and we'll certainly put them uh, to tracy and any of the guest speakers here this afternoon and likewise if you're tuning in uh, live on the radio right now please do get in touch as well uh, via our website purewestradio.com uh, so first and foremost i'd like to introduce uh, dave golding he'll be telling us his story uh, and how he supported patch and if you have just tuned in, a very good afternoon to you. It is Toby Ellis live here on Pure West Radio. And uh, I'm now joined here at the Milford Avon Golf Club with Dave Golding. So, Dave, tell us about your story. How, uh, how right. did you come to help and support Patch? So, I got involved with Patch about 12 years ago, I think I met Tracy. Um, I was working at the time for Pembroke County Council on a project called Teams Around the Child. So, we were working uh, with the most vulnerable families through education um, but a lot of vulnerable families who were, for whatever reason, were having difficulty either getting the children to school or through deprivation were, were struggling just with day-to-day -day stuff, really, yeah. So that's how I got involved with Tracy, making referrals for people who wanted food parcels, etc., stuff like that, yeah. I mean, the work that this lady does is just phenomenal, uh, isn't it? She's an inspiration, she really is. <laughs> and time after time, she pulls it out of the bag, doesn't she? You know, she, she comes up with the goods, she's brilliant. I'm a big fan. And what chimed with you uh, then, Dave, in the, in the earlier days on why you wanted to continue to support Patch? Well, I think what it was, it, we were working, as I say, with a lot of vulnerable families. There was limited support through the county council that we could give, but obviously Patch provided a lot of support, either through food, and then, of course, when they came up with the inspirational idea of the toy appeal, you know, some of the families we were working, we were going to have nothing for Christmas for their children. So 
it was brilliant. It was tailor-made for us and for the service we offered, not only for our service, but for lots of other services that were running in Pembrokeshire. So, yeah, brilliant. We got on board. Luckily, I had a, um, a, a brilliant manager, Michelle Reese, who still works for social care now. She allowed us to get really involved with Tracy. We, we were allowed to go and deliver the parcels, collect them, um, you know, and also be referring agents for families that needed the support, yeah. So you've seen firsthand what this toy appeal can do to families here in Pembrokeshire? Well, interestingly, I said to Tracy, I was driving down this afternoon um, and um, I was trying to work out in my head. I think the first lot of referrals were, were between 70 and 80. And I just asked Tracy how many did last year. It was over 900. So yeah. obviously it's grown and grown because there is a need for it. And we, we live in this wonderful county, don't we, Pembrokeshire? And you think, well, we haven't really got a need for that down here, but we really have. And... And so I don't work for the local authority anymore. I had uh, worked in various guises with the local authority, educational support. Uh, but now I run Clevey Stores in Langham, Clevey Stores in Post Office. So we've got a box there, which we've had right from the start. And, and as I say, I'm a big fan of Tracy's and, and all of what Patch do. Not, not just, you know, Tracy's the leader, but there's loads of volunteers and supporters that they, they rely on. And, and obviously people like Tesco's and Bluestone and other companies that, you know, have got boxes. And I like to think that, We've got a box and we advertise our box in, in the shop and I know lots of other shops and all uh, uh, got on board with that. Yeah. yeah, certainly. I'll be mentioning all of the drop-off points uh, very shortly, Dave. I mean, it's a real community effort, isn't it? You mentioned all the different drop-off points, but so many people get behind this and it's important they do. Oh, absolutely, definitely. The, you know, my wife's a deputy head teacher in Golden Grove in Pembroke and, and I know there's lots of families that they struggle with, you know, where they need referring and, and to, to patch. Mm. So th there is a need for it. And, and I think there's still more that we could do as a community. You know, we put the box there, but it's need to encourage people what the box is for, what patch do, um, and try and sort of bring people on that journey with you to, to support them, you know, because it is a vital service that they do offer, yeah. I mean, we're, we're here now at the start of October. We've got yeah. a Christmas tree and some tinsel and hopefully Father Christmas arriving yeah, very soon. If he's, if it he's is on time, yeah. <laughs> it is very bizarre uh, getting in the Christmas spirit at this point. But it's very important, though, isn't it? Because this year especially, it's, it's going to be a tough one for many families. Well, absolutely. And, and a lot of people face, face with the prospect of losing their jobs, especially in Pembrokeshire, where we rely on you know, hospitality and tourism. And that's obviously taken a hammer in. Um, but I think the good people of Pembrokeshire will come up trumps again. Um, logistically, I don't know how Tracy's going to work it this year because it, that's a mammoth task in itself, getting all the toys in, sorting them, getting them all ready to go, to go out to be delivered to people. But I, I'm sure that Tracy will explain later how she's going to manage that. Oh, yes, we'll certainly find yeah. out how it's all going to work. Uh, Dave Golding, thank you ever so much You're for welcome. joining us here this afternoon and live on POS Radio. You're an absolute star and a real true supporter of Patch. Thank you very thank much. You. Dave Golding. Thank you. Supporting Patch now for some 11 years. Thank you ever so much, Dave. Uh, what an, an absolute inspiration. And so many uh, Patchites and uh, so many of the people that work at Patch, I know, uh, really do look up to Dave. Uh, one of the, the big supporters of this toy appeal for many, many years has been uh, Tesco's. And uh, we're very fortunate to have uh, Wayne Lewis with us here this afternoon. Uh, Wayne, if we could just have a few words, that would be fantastic. So Wayne Lewis uh, is... Uh, uh, one of the uh, the head honchos at uh, Tesco's in uh, Haverford West. What's your day-to-day -day role uh, at Tesco's? So uh, I'm a busy man, Toby. I'm flat out with the fresh foods in our store. Uh, so I'm based in the Haverford West store. Um, so I'm the fresh team manager. Um, but it tends to be a lot of the job now is just sort of supporting the whole store, really. We're, we're moving into sort of helping each other um, and doing what we can for the customers. 
And uh, a few of our listeners may recognise your voice, Wayne, as also Wayne hosts uh, the old school dance anthems on a Saturday afternoon between six and seven. So you can also normally catch them in the clubs as well, uh, in between being very busy at Tesco's. <laughs> um, but uh, it means a great deal to Tesco's, doesn't it, the Christmas toy appeal? Yeah, it means a lot. I mean, we've been years and years looking at the waste that we've got as a business. Um, I know uh, Dave Lewis has just exited the company. We've got Ken Murphy taking over. Um, and one of his key deliverables was reducing food waste. So, so much was going in the bin. Um, we've got a thing now called Community uh, Food Connections. So we work with a lot of the charities, including Patch. Um, so day to day, we'll donate food. Um, also through COVID, Tracy's asked me to mention, because we don't tend to mention too much, because <laughs> as the giant, we're always under the spotlight. And in trying to give positive PR, sometimes we get negative PRs if it's a PR stunt. But we genuinely enjoy doing what we do. Um, so we were able to help them with a lot of shopping through COVID when supplies were down, um, and we worked very closely with them week to week. And this year's uh, been an extraordinary year. Of course, the supermarkets have, what have literally been the backbone of uh, society to keep us all going. Uh, how has it been for you, effectively, on the front line feeding the nation and people here in Pembrokeshire? Well, it, it's been a pleasure, but it's been difficult as well. I mean, we've had, obviously, issues with colleagues, issues with customers, uh, issues with supplies. Um, but it's been great to be able to sort of do what we can to sort of keep Pembrokeshire going and everyone else who, who visits us, you know. So have the donations been fairly consistent? I mean, not just for the toy appeal, but, you know, uh, to support Patch uh, throughout the pandemic. Yeah, so we have, have had a lot of uh, very, very kind customers putting a lot in, in sort of the bins we got at the front of the store for Patch. Um, and, you know, it's a big priority for us to make sure that we keep supporting the guys of Pembrokeshire. We have weekly updates uh, with Tracy and, and the, the Patch team uh, here on POS Radio every uh, Wednesday uh, evening at 5.40. And just hearing the need for Patch this year, it's just been extraordinary. I mean, I believe it was back in April, some 14,000 meals were provided by them in just one month. I know, it's absolutely crazy. And I, I mean, when we do the shopping for the guys, I mean, again, we're very fortunate to have such a huge platform to help these guys. Um, so what may be a little effort, which feels to us that we're contributing, uh, turns out to be a huge effort for the guys at Patch and, and the other charities we support them, yeah. I mean, it's a wonderful community effort, this, but as you already mentioned, you're one of the giants, and, and having such a great toy selection at Tesco's, uh, you, you always manage to deliver so many toys to Tracy and the team for the toy appeal. Yeah, it, it's huge, the contributions we have, but ultimately it's not us as a business, it, it's the customers who shop with us. Um, and also colleagues, because, you know, everyone's fully aware we, we put a lot of PR behind the toy appeal in store and with the colleagues. And um, it's really the generosity of the customers, you know, not just the Pembrokeshire customers, but again, everybody who shops with us. Well, uh, last year we were lucky enough to broadcast live at Tesco's yeah. in Haverford West and Milford Haven. That was so much fun. It really was one of the highlights of the year. But the generosity, as you touched on there, Wayne, it's just phenomenal, isn't it? I mean, we're not just talking a couple of toys here. Uh, you know, you're talking trolleys full of toys some people are donating. Yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. And, and not only that, it's, it's not always customers purchasing the, the toys with us. I mean, they're coming into store. Um, you know, where can we support the toy appeal? So it's not just the purchases in store. It's, it's people actually wanting to support and, like you said, using the drop-off points uh, to help where they can. And once again this year, uh, Tesco in Haverford West and Milford Haven will be, will be drop-off points? Yeah, we'll be doing our best. Obviously, it's very difficult times. We're trying to work sort of all the safety measures at the moment and see what we can do. Um, a couple of apologies I've got for today of people who couldn't come down and support who are fully behind Patch as a store is Rob McDougall, our store manager. Um, and we've got Nicola Burgoyne and Sue Phillips. You know, they're key community people within our store. Um, you know, they, they would have been with us today, but unfortunately can't make it. But yeah, we're working together now to see 
as best we can what we can do in sort of the very difficult times of trying to sort of help and do what we can to support. Well, it's understandable that uh, some of your other colleagues can't make it here today, Wayne, but thank you so much uh, for you to making an appearance and talking to us here uh, this afternoon. Much appreciated. Uh, Wayne Lewis from Tesco's Hanford West, ladies and gentlemen. And if you have just tuned in and you're wondering what's going on, we're live on POS Radio right now here from the Milford Haven Golf Club in association with the brand new Fountain View Restaurant and Bar. And uh, we're officially getting the 11th annual Christmas Toy Appeal uh, launched here today. And uh, we'll now be talking uh, to uh, uh, the, uh, the honcho, uh, the, the main lady uh, behind uh, Patch, uh, Tracy Ollin. Uh, as Tracy makes her way up, uh, I will uh, also let you know about some of the drop-off points. Uh, we've got the, the roast office in Pembroke Dock. Uh, we've got uh, the, uh, the ambulance guys, Byron and his team at Charles Street in Milford Haven, uh, Snippers in Milford Haven, Freestyle Barbers in Haverford West, uh, the post office in Tembe, Clevi Stores and Post Office, St. Florence Grandiflora Garden Centre, Sainsbury's in Tembe, and also Parkville Caravans in Templeton. And uh, they are open seven days a week. So lots of drop-off points, as well as Tesco's uh, in Haverford West and Milford Haven, and right here as well at the Fountain View Restaurant and Bar. Uh, we'll be uh, also speaking to Martin Lewis very soon. Also, hopefully, we're going to wait patiently. Father Christmas will hopefully be making a very special guest appearance. I believe I can uh, maybe uh, hear one of the reindeers, possibly having a little nibble round the back, so it's looking good. And also we'll hear from Chris as well. Uh, one of the patch trustees. Uh, so without further ado, if it wasn't for this lady, there simply would be no food bank here in Pembrokeshire that supports so many people. And they have done so for some 12 years. They celebrated that milestone earlier on uh, this year. And also, this is the 11th Christmas toy appeal, which is just phenomenal. Uh, who would have ever thought that uh, it would have been running and needed uh, for such a long period of time? And I mean, Tracy will tell you firsthand herself that she really dearly hopes that patch is never ever needed uh, but it certainly is uh, so without further ado i'd like to introduce to you the patch manager and ceo tracy ollen <laughs> you always make a grand entrance there tracy and uh, i thought you were going to bring your scooter you know your brand new three-wheeler scooter i was looking forward to seeing that here today it's my not too wet. Sorry, my <laughs> husband bought me instead. <laughs> and thank you very much, uh, Jan, for bringing Tracy. Uh, so Patch is our chosen charity of the year here at Pure West Radio. We love to support these guys immensely because of all the fabulous work that they do. And uh, it's the, uh, the third year we've now supported the, the Christmas Toy Appeal, That's Tracy. Big. And uh, this year, potentially one of the, the biggest years yet. Yes, I'm, um, I think you might be right. Mm. <laughs> Over 950 last year so i tried to think what's going to happen this year but can i give a bit of history about patch of course you can don't know um originally i worked for a similar charity in southampton who taught me all that i know it's not my idea um and in our normal day-to-day -day stuff we give five-day food parcels um which includes breakfast lunch dinner snacks and drinks and uh we give toiletries cleaning products uh we do a pet food bank with Green Acres, um, a clothing bank, a baby bank, a small household, pro a pro small household, <laughs> household items, and um, hopefully when COVID is out of the window door, we will have our hairdresser back as well. So that's what we do normally. And I do have about 65 volunteers normally helping me, so please, it's not just me. 
Um, toy pill. Um, as we said, 950 last year. We give four to five age and gender appropriate gifts. We ask the referral agent to put on the referral form if there's anything that the child particularly is into. So say we have a fireman Sam toy and we get a referral with someone that likes fireman Sam, then obviously we will give it to that child. So we pick out all these toys, trying to make sure that everyone in the family has similar monetary valued gifts. We also give a book, a cuddly toy, art material, and sweets and chocolates. We also give paper and sticky tape. Um, you might not think that's a big thing because most of us can afford wrapping paper and sticky tape. Unfortunately, our clients can't. Um, that just, you know, I've been doing this role job for over 20 years now and I still get shocked at the situations people find themselves in, not being able to buy sticky tape to wrap up the presents. The reason why we give wrapping paper and sticky tape is um, so that the parents can wrap it up themselves. So it's not from this anonymous charity, it really is from the parents and they can have the joy that we all get of wrapping up gifts for our children or in my case, grandchildren and my children. <laughs> um, this year, I was talking to one of our clients and she said, thanks to COVID, their family have got really close. Is there any chance you could ask for family games a bit more? Push on that because families have got together so much that they actually play together now. And isn't that just a wonderful side effect of such a horrible time that we're going through? That really made me so happy. Um, we will have to do things differently this year. Normally, we have a great big team of people that come in and help sort the toys. This year, we're going to have to do it starting now. And I've already sent out all the referral forms to potential referral agents and asking them to get them into us as soon as they can. And some have already done it and only sent it out on Monday. So we will go around and we'll get the toys as normal. And we're going to box them up and then Pembrokeshire frame. They always deliver for us. And they will still continue, especially with the late ones. We will get in December, the emergencies. And the places that I can't even pronounce, let, let alone find. Um, but we're, the people that normally help us, we're asking them if they could... Um, perhaps help us deliver and if you watch us on Facebook I'll update that quite often when we're ready to start delivering and we're suggesting at the moment maybe 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning they can come and pick up the boxes and then deliver to them we are going to be a bit stricter this year and I have asked all referral agents to make sure that the clients really really need it so please trust us that we do our best to make sure that they only go to a genuine need. Because we take what you give us really, <clears throat> you know, everything that you give us, we take a responsibility for that to make sure that they are going where they're needed. Um, I hope it works. <laughs> Somehow, this all works. And if you know me, I am quite ditzy. I have no idea how this happens. Um, there's a stronger force that definitely guides me because I can't do this. 
and it's my team, well, really. Well, Tracy, you do do it. This is the 11th year, <laughs> and no challenge has ever phased you before. I certainly don't think a virus will stop you. Absolutely not. Those children <laughs> are going to have a Christmas, whatever we do. And we are still continuing with the food and things. And we always give extra Christmas goodies as well in December, so we need them. Um, and just to mention, we don't need any more clothes or household items at the moment because we're overflowing, <laughs> which is a really good state to be in. So this year, Tracy, uh, looking for more family games, more yes, family-orientated toys, so yeah. they can continue that good quality time together over Christmas. Yeah, um, that just thrills me that I have to ask for such things because that's just amazing. And what I remember as a child playing with my brother and my mum and dad, it's good. But just to give an idea on how many toys are needed, I mean, 900 <laughs> children. And how many toys on average did they receive each last year? Uh, about nine. I've just literally worked out that that was around 9,000 toys. Even 9,000 <laughs> toys. Yeah. I mean, that is just incredible. You know, that, that is how much sorting and how much is needed. And uh, I guess uh, taking a little bit of flack off Father Christmas this year, which I guess is needed more than ever, because he's going to have to socially distance between every single house, flat, street, town and village. He's up against it this year. I know, we have to sanitise every time he goes in and out, and we're <laughs> nicking his speech here. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot of PPE. Yeah. Um, well, Tracy, we know uh, it's going to be um, the, the mammoth toy appeal this year, but we're all behind you, everyone in this room. Uh, all of your Patchites, all of the supporters, and I know together the Pembrokeshire people will unite and make sure this happens. They always do. Whenever there's a need, we get more than we need. Oh, that's a good <laughs> phrase. There's Not your slogan. Um, without further ado, um, we've got Father Christmas here now as well. Yes! <laughs> Father Christmas, thanks ever so much for joining us here live on POS Radio and indeed here uh, at uh, the 11th Annual Christmas Toy Appeal. Uh, please give a hand for Tracy Ollin, the patch manager and CEO. Uh, always Good fantastic. Good on, Tracy. Catching up with Tracy. Without her, there simply would be no patch or toy appeal. So, Father Christmas, uh, what a year it's been for you and the elves uh, preparing for a Christmas like no other. It's been an awful year for everybody. And uh, can I speak in Welsh as well? I'll come right. Well, should we come around? Sarah. Father Christmas, welcome. So this year, Father Christmas, uh, obviously things are going to be uh, a little bit different, but hopefully the people of Pembrokeshire will, will come together and once again support this toy appeal. That's right. We've got loads and loads of toys, mega toys, and we're working so hard in Lapland at the moment. Um, it's, it's just phenomenal. How, how is yeah. it all working in the elves' workshop, social distancing and using PPE? Well, we're all wearing masks. <laughs> 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 One or two of them are short, so we're keeping our distance with the taller people. <laughs> well, I'm glad oh, it's we... working out okay, and hopefully the people of Pembrokeshire will make your job a lot easier this year uh, with the Christmas toy appeal. Uh, also, yeah. thank you very much for the gold coins. Um, an, an absolute treat. Yes. Left year's, l l last year's leftovers, are they? Look, look after those, will you? Yeah, d yeah, 2018. Three years okay. old. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts, Father Christmas. It is. You're um, so, so right. <laughs> well, thank you ever so much for joining us here this afternoon, Father it's Christmas. It's been a pleasure. Really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, we're all going to be uh, 
uh, hoping and praying that you get through this season okay. Oh, definitely, definitely. Correct. Ladies huh? and gentlemen, Father Christmas! <laughs> and a wonderful special guest being here this afternoon. Thank you very much, Father Christmas. Certainly, uh, it's a tough year, and uh, he's going to have to have a bigger sack than that, I think, than ever before. Uh, right, we have now got um, the... Uh, Represent, uh, representative of Bluestone here this afternoon. Uh, he, a very fond voice uh, on radio uh, right here in the county. Uh, Martin Lewis from Bluestone is with us here this afternoon. And uh, you may uh, recognise Martin's uh, voice from various different updates uh, uh, in, a, in a past life. The, the, the Darwin Centre updates we used to do on a regular basis. Uh, but now it's with the Bluestone hat, Martin. Uh, how is everything going at Bluestone Resorts? Uh, yeah, it's great, thanks. We, we, we reopened at the end of July uh, and we had a really good run of it. And these local lockdowns are making it a bit more difficult. Um, but things are still running really well at Bluestone. You know, it's such an important employer in the county, 750 employees so you know it's really important for us to try and keep 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 the business flowing as it is and um yeah you know we're really gearing up you mentioned christmas and it's a bit odd to be talking about christmas this soon <laughs> we've already done christmas christmas was christmas was done in the summertime the prep anyway for our creative team so we're ready to go so we we've been talking christmas for a while so this feels this feels good so what's going to be happening at bluestone this christmas uh this year christmas is much more of um uh, an outdoor socially distanced uh, feel so it's this christmas land the the, the chronicles is, is the theme and there's going to be lots of um, elves visiting uh, people's lodges and lots of um, festival activities outdoors uh, and some wonderful activities for uh, the families to take part in it's always a great time at, at bluestone at christmas and uh, yeah yeah so so we're really looking forward to it you know it's going to be it's going to be the best christmas yet Kingdom of the Elves is always a firm favourite of mine, <laughs> so it's uh, exciting stuff. Yeah, it's good uh, stuff. So, Martin, tell us a little bit about your role now at, uh, at Bluestone, because as I mentioned, we, we knew from the Darwin Centre before, yeah, working with right. um, mainly the, the youth of, of, of Pembrokeshire with that very interesting yeah, project. Yeah, yeah, so, but, I mean, uh, 15 years at the Darwin Centre, I think I did a count, it was about something like 35,000 young people that I worked with in that time. Um, and that, that was all about trying to get young people engaged uh, uh, in sustainability and science and understanding the environment. And um, uh, that's a large part of my role now at Bluestone, to be honest. Um, my, my title is the uh, Head of Corporate Responsibility, but that, 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 that covers lots of a wide range of things. So sustainability is one of them. So looking after the environment and, and the 500 acres at Bluestone, wonderful biodiversity, um, the work that we're doing there in terms of reducing our waste and re reducing and recycling and all that sort of stuff. Um, and also the community aspect of Bluestone. Um, that's what brings me into touch with uh, amazing organizations like Patch, um, and also the Bluestone Foundation, which is the charitable arm of Bluestone as well. And we've been um, really privileged to have um, supported Patch over the years um, on, on various things, like the, the van, we were one of the co-sponsors there. Uh, <coughs> we've sponsored part of the, the, the money towards the new um, venue that they've got in Milford Haven. We gave them some cash during COVID at the start to try and help them with their deliveries as well. And um, we're really, really proud to work with uh, Tracy and the team. Uh, I think I'll just like everyone's mentioned you know patch is an amazing uh, tracy mentioned in there 65 volunteers but but um, tracy is the leader of, of patch and patch is an absolutely incredible organization and, and tracy's one of the great leaders in this county across any sector and uh, you know just wanted just wanted to say that well tracy didn't want anything nice said about her today and i said tracy you best not turn up then <laughs> <laughs> uh, a wee bit emotional at the moment it's uh, it's not going to be any easy feat this uh, how is Bluestone going to be supporting Patch with this year's toy appeal? Uh, well, this year we're going to be asking all of our guests that come to stay at Bluestone to um, bring a toy and donate it to uh, the Christmas toy appeal for Patch. Also, all of our staff, like I said, 750 of us, 
uh, and um, across our retail parts as well. So we're going to be we're going to be donating as much as possible. And um, yeah, we're just really really proud to be part of this. Um, we've been involved at various times before with uh, donations, but never something as big as this. So we're going to try and really engage our um, community that joins us in Pembrokeshire for Christmas time. We have we'll, we'll have about a thousand people staying at Bluestone on Christmas Day. Um, from all across the UK. So we want those guys to be a part of Christmas in Pembrokeshire too. Uh, and this is our way of trying to do that. Blue Stone's always been such a wonderful supporter of, of lots of different community initiatives over the year. But I think it's safe to say Patch has got a special place in Blue Stone's heart. Yeah, absolutely. Patch really has. Uh, they're, they're one of our um, sort of community partners, we like to, uh, to, to call them. They're, they're an organisation that we will uh, we support, we don't just, you know, we've given them some funds, but we also try to support them in other ways. So, you know, they've got access to our training facility that we have online and we've got, um, we gave them a, a coffee machine recently that was something that we, 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 uh, we moved it out of our coffee shop and uh, instead of, uh, you know, selling it on, we, we passed it on to, to these guys to use and we try to support them in as many ways as we can. Uh, and hopefully post-COVID, um, I'll be able to support uh, Tracy with some of the experience that I've got from the community as well. And, uh, and the other community uh, organisations that we work with as well. Well, with all of your guests hopefully bringing one toy, that is going to really help contribute towards this uh, mammoth task that lies ahead this year for Patch and the team. Uh, Martin Lewis, thank you ever so much for joining us here this afternoon. Much appreciated. And thanks to Bluestone for supporting Patch again. That's uh, a real pleasure. Thanks very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Martin Lewis there from Bluestone. And uh, we have just one more guest speaker uh, here this afternoon for you. And if you have just... Uh, tuned in. Uh, hello and a very good afternoon to you. It is a little bit of a, a different afternoon show. I'm not in the, the warm uh, studios of Haverford West. I'm actually in a marquee at Milford Haven Golf Club and uh, we've got uh, a very small socially distanced uh, crowd here with us uh, supporting uh, the Patch Christmas Toy Appeal, uh, which uh, this year really is going to be uh, one of the biggest challenges, I think, that Patch has ever faced. But with the support of you, the Pembrokeshire people, by donating those toys, we can all make such a big difference. Uh, so without further ado, I'd like to invite uh, our final guest speaker here this afternoon. I've got uh, Chris, one of the, uh, the Patch trustees. Uh, he is uh, uh, an avid supporter of Patch, and uh, I speak to him quite uh, uh, regular as well. It's uh, on Pure West Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris. <laughs> and sorry, Chris, it was Chris Osborne, wasn't it? It is, Toby, yeah. Yes, just wanted to double. It was one of those moments I thought, I just wanted to double check uh, before I said that. And we only spoke a couple of weeks ago, Chris. You're actually the, the treasurer, is that right, that patch? Yeah, I obviously um, put my hand up at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, picked the short straw for that one this year. Uh, it, it's been challenging, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, last year was, was, was fairly horrific in comparison to the previous year, but this year is a completely different ball game. It, it's just, well, well, look, the generosity shown by the people of Pembrokeshire has been stunning up to now, uh, and I think we all have confidence it's going to continue into this thing, but what a challenge. Mm. There are so many families who are right up against it this year. We have to fill these gaps. I mean, year on year, the, the stats are just mind-blowing, aren't they? Yeah, um, if you look at the amount of food that we've given out as a food bank, um, last year was about 80% up on the previous year, and this year, so far, we're 100% up on last year. Mm -hmm. So you can see the huge demands, a fantastic force of volunteers, um, led by Tracy's in impeccable self, once met, never forgotten Tracy. Um, <laughs> uh, and there's no doubt whatsoever, without that input, there will be uh, huge problems in terms of people just having enough to eat. So the amount of work that's been done, which includes completely revolutionising the way that we, we, we deliver the food, the way that the, the clients get it, um, 
been a, a, a totally like basically throwing one book away and starting another one. Uh, and every week is an oh crumbs, there's a clean page, we've got to rethink this. But everybody, everybody has managed to stump up and, and you know, we're doing a phenomenal job. So the toy appeal is yet another challenge, but I'm I'm confident that we can deliver. I mean, it was uh, 12 years ago that, that Patch first launched, and I remember at the time, a lot of people were thinking, you know, why do we need a food bank? Um, and it was quite evident that we did need it. And now here in 2020, people that were probably the ones saying that back then, some 12 years ago, are finding that they need Patch services now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a sad condemnation of society, isn't it? Um, 12 years ago, there were about 10 food banks in the UK. There are now over 2,000. It's, it's become a way of life. It shouldn't be there, but it is at the moment, and the economy is not going to get any better. If anything, it's going to... Well, look, we're all going to be suffering together in, in the, these challenges, and we've got some way to go, haven't we? Yeah, it's going to be a very testing time ahead, that's for sure, but I think it's the generosity of the Pembrokeshire people, but also a lot of the organisations that we have here this afternoon that, that can really make a difference, and uh, also Valero as well, that sadly aren't here this afternoon, uh, made some significant contributions towards Patch during the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a series of sponsors which are listed here. There are sponsors, supporters all over Pembrokeshire, be they individuals or be they significant companies or even small companies. Uh, and companies like Valero are astonishing. Not only does the company make a contribution, but also twice now this year already, the um, sort of senior echelons of staff have made a personal cash contribution. So huge, huge efforts very very gratefully received i actually get to see the money going in and out astonishing absolutely astonishing needed and it looks as though it's going to be needed for some time to come and it may be that things around the corner are going to be even more challenging than they currently are because i think there's a load of people unfortunately going to lose their jobs um pembrokeshire as you said before it's so reliant upon hospitality and tourism and that is probably the most challenged sector of the uk economy certainly it's the situation in pembrokeshire so very much appreciate all the support we have, um, but of course, mostly it's about the volunteers and their individual efforts, which have been phenomenal and led so ably by Tracy. The volunteers, um, hearing their stories throughout the pandemic, and uh, you know, these were people that were um, not in work or, or they just felt that they really needed a support patch because they'd been supported. It was their time to give back. The, the camaraderie at Patch throughout this time has, has just been phenomenal to get you all through it, hasn't it? I think what differentiates Patch from every other food bank in the UK is that it's, it's managed to capture so many volunteers, partly because those volunteers were clients in their own time. So be it physical or mental challenges, just being part of Patch has enabled them to overcome some of those challenges, find their lives improved, which therefore sort of <laughs> rekindles the enthusiasm of Patch, and, and it's difficult to, to, to peel them away. <laughs> some of them are absolutely part of the system now, and indeed they're sort of embedded in the property as well. <laughs> I think they find it quite infectious though, don't they? Not, not just Tracy's aura, but uh, just all chipping in and, 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 and actually making it happen. It's just, it's, it's just wonderful to see it happen, isn't it? It's like an army of elves at Santa's workshop. Uh, yeah, yeah, all year round. Yeah, 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 yeah. 365. Yeah, it's, it's a very impressive dynamic that is built up in, in, in the headquarters and elsewhere with the branches. Yeah, most certainly. Um, so, Chris, um, the Toy Appeal is here for the 11th year, which is, which is quite phenomenal. Um, as you, as, as, as treasurer, do you think you'll have to maybe dig deep into the pockets or are you hoping the generosity of the Pembrokeshire people will need that not to happen? Well, look, in, the, in a perfect world, we wouldn't have to dig into our pockets at all um, because a significant number of toys will be, will be given to us, even by people, apparently, because they're going to be staying at Bluestone, even by people who don't necessarily even live here. 
Yeah. <laughs> Little do they know. I, I presume you're going to warn them, Martin. <laughs> um, but yeah, phenomenal. However, if we find that there's a shortfall, we will have to stump up the cash to fill that shortfall. There is no room for failure on this front. Well, there you heard it. No room for failure. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. Yeah? We're going to do it. Of course we are. Uh, Chris Osborne, Treasurer and Trustee of Patch, thank you ever so much uh, for your time. And uh, thank you ever so much uh, to everyone that's been tuning in and watching on the Facebook uh, live uh, video. Uh, thank you to our guest speakers, to Father Christmas as well uh, for making his uh, trip from Lapland, uh, to Kirsty uh, from uh, the Fountain View Restaurant and Bar and Milford Haven Golf Club for allowing us to safely do this event here. Thank you ever so much. And of course, to the lovely Tracy as well for making an appearance uh, here this afternoon. So that is it. That is the Patch Christmas Toy Appeal officially launched for 2020. I will recap on the drop-off points quickly for you. That's the roast office, not the post office, as I thought Tracy made a typo. It is the roast office uh, in Pembroke Dock. Uh, the uh, ambulance guys, uh, Byron and his team at Charles Street in Milford Haven, uh, Snippers in Milford, uh, Freestyle Barbers in Haverford West, the post office in Tembe, Clevi Stores and Post Office, the St. Florence Grandiflora Garden Centre, Sainsbury's in Tembe, Parkwell Caravan Parks in Templeton, right here at Fountain View Restaurant and Bar, uh, and of course Tesco's in Haverford West and Milford Haven. You will be able to drop off those toys from tomorrow, I believe. Is that when we can get toys dropped off? Well, from, for, it is for Fountain View, people can drop off toys from tomorrow here at Fountain View, and uh, there'll be more details indeed on the, uh, the Patch Facebook page. Uh, thank you ever so much to our, our very small but socially distanced audience right here, and to all of our listeners as well. From me, Toby Ellis, uh, the Patch Christmas Toy Appeal, in association uh, with uh, all of these wonderful supporters, has officially started and open. <laughs> Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC.
Ah, oh, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Patch is the Pure West Radio chosen charity of the year. Pembrokeshire Action to Combat Hardship, founded in June 2008. They cover the whole of Pembrokeshire and have two basic banks that give food, clothing, small household items, toiletries, cleaning products and a baby bank that's in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock. And three food banks, Haverford West, Begelly and Tenby. They also help the lives of families in the festive season with their Christmas toy appeal. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch Update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
Poland and Turkey have been announced as further countries added to the Wales quarantine list. As of 4am on Saturday, anyone travelling to Wales from there will need to quarantine for 14 days. They join other popular destinations on the list, including parts of Greece and Portugal. Barry Walters, the principal of Pembrokeshire College, has confirmed that one of the students has COVID-19. Mr Walters said, I wish to reassure you all that the college has rigorously adhered to all the protocols and regulations issued by Public Health Wales and also Welsh Government guidance. We are working closely with the Regional Test, Trace and Protect Unit to ensure that all who have been in direct contact are now isolating so that the college campus remains safe. It should be noted that the learner only attended college briefly and did not attend any classes whilst exhibiting symptoms or for the 48 hours prior. All other students can continue to attend college as per their normal timetables. Police and ambulances services attended the Penali Army Camp, which is currently being used to accommodate a group of men seeking asylum late on Wednesday night. A 29-year-old man was arrested by police and taken to Withybush Hospital, requiring medical attention. No details have been released about what medical attention was required. A police spokesperson said police were called to the Penali Accommodation Centre and attended where a 29-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of arson and criminal damage and remains in police custody. A Welsh Ambulance Service spokesperson added, We were called to reports of a patient needing medical attention at Penali Camp. We responded with one emergency ambulance and one person was transported to Withybush Hospital. A county councillor has written to colleagues about the conditions at the Penali Barracks. Penali councillor Jonathan Preston questioned the suitability of the camp after reports that the site was cold and impossible to social distance, with some residents in the camp saying the barracks brought back memories of the wars that they had fled from. According to the report, the occupants have criticised the conditions at the camp and that there are men under the age of 18 accommodated there. I I have stated from the outset that Penali Barracks is not a suitable facility to accommodate those fleeing persecution, the county councillor concluded. Police have confirmed they are investigating after reports that several children in North Pembrokeshire were sent adult material via social media. Ascol Bro Gwine in Fishguard has put an urgent message to parents on its Facebook page, asking that